G'day guys, welcome back to Dylan Friends. This week on the podcast, an incredible guest. They're always incredible guests. They're always incredible guests, I must say, but um, another one for you, Ed Hatcher from Alfred's Apartment. Now, I will explain a little bit about the pod, but before I do get into it, I want to say a massive, massive thank you to everyone who got around our grand final event this week. For those who don't know, we're hosting a grand final breakfast in Melbourne um, on Saturday 30th of September, Crown Casino, 10 to 1 p.m., and it has been unbelievable. We put on pre-sale, we sold out, and the next... Uh, iterations of tickets goes out on Monday night at 7 p.m. So if you're still wanting to get there, there's still uh, plenty of tickets. We've actually had to open up space. We we are so excited and so grateful. We just didn't realize how many people would be up for something like this. And it's been something we've been thinking of for a long time. There hasn't been a space for, you know, the younger generation to go and have fun on breakfast, uh, grand final morning and have a bit of a breakfast get together with all the podcasts. Dylan Friends, List Cloggers, 200 plus, Tradies, Marmalade boys are coming. Uh, Kick It Forward from WA are coming over as well. And yeah, just going to have an awesome brekkie together to kickstart um, the grand final. It's going to be a lot of fun, music, um, activations. And yeah, look, I'm genuinely, genuinely excited about this and would love for you guys to get there if you if you're keen. Um, the, li- the link will be in the show notes as well for that show. And yeah, we're really excited to see what we can pull off and, and dominate an area that's been dominated by other, um, you know, Older, older crowds for a long time. I think that this could be the start of something really special for for this um, being coinciding with the launch of our new sports podcast network. Now, this needs a, a pod in itself to explain about our new pod sports network. Producer is still a thing. It's our production company, but we're launching our niche sports network, um, Clubby Sports, which I'm actually going to do a full explanation on what Clubby Sports is in the mini uh, this week as well, if you're keen to hear more about that. But get online, follow at Clubby Sports, check out the page, and um, yeah, would love for you guys to to follow along the journey um, of, of what we're trying to do. Basically, just trying to create a sports network that's really niching down in that young millennial um, so, people that we have such an awesome audience like you guys listening today. So sorry for dragging on, but there is just so much happening at the moment. Would love to keep you guys informed on um, everything that we're doing. One being the grand final party, the other launching of our sports network, which is coinciding with the grand final party too. So plenty happening. I understand if you don't understand. So listen to the mini next week and I'll explain more on that one. Now for the podcast this week with Ed Hatcher from Alfred's Apartment. For those who don't know what Alfred's Apartment is, it's an awesome uh, clothing brand from the Gold Coast and they've just infiltrated Australia. They've done such a good job of getting their cool brand out there and I've been a massive fan of Ed for a long time and what he's been able to do. Didn't even know it was Ed, but he put on an awesome event, um, a golf event that we met at, funnily enough, earlier this year, which is where I actually sort of met Sean, um, who's working with us now, big Sean in the in the creative director role. So Sean, Ed and I sat down just to talk shop about design, starting a business, starting a brand, starting a label. And I was just genuinely picking his brain on everything and everything um, to do in that space. And it was really cool. You, you really don't get access like this, guys. Like I'm even talking from my point. You don't get to pick someone's brain and hear this. Like if you're looking at doing something, this is so interesting to hear, you know, Ed's point of view and um, how he started this brand. And um, it sort of fills in a little bit what we're trying to do with our brand too. So I think you'll enjoy it. I know I definitely did. I got a lot out of it from Ed and make sure, um, yeah, you go check out their brand and, and everything else they're doing. So I'll let you get into it now, guys. I, I'm sorry these intros are really dragging out. Ilya XX, thanks so much. Chat to you soon. Hi, fam. It's Dylan's mum, Deborah. 
This is Dylan Friend. He gives you a back rub and says, you know, you're going well, Brian. Oh, special. Get comfortable being uncomfortable. Just keep showing up and find a way. Cam was so nervous he couldn't swallow water. Handing him a sheet of paper with six names and said, Chief, we've got to cut these six blokes. Wow, shut up. I've just been barbed by a stingray, mate. I'm just yelling at him, oh, you saved my life, you saved my life, you saved my life. Thank you, thank you. I spent the last, I think it was a couple of weeks, in jail. The deepest, darkest moments often bring about our biggest highs. Ed, how are you, man? Good. How are you guys? Good. Good. Sean, you well, Big Sean? Yeah, going well. Three-way pod today, bit of a threesome. Yeah, very keen. Exciting. Yeah, exciting. Right, always keen. Three Alfred hats, three three-way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, Ed, we'll, um, before we get into it, obviously Alfred's apartment, we'll cheer your story today, man. We're massive fans of you. Congratulations on what you've done because um, it's bloody incredible, to be honest. It's an inspiration to many young business owners. Sure. Thank Absolutely. you. But Sean and I have had like this battle today. You obviously <laughs> sent us like a – a care package, which was one of the biggest best care packages. It was, I, honestly, I saw it and I was like, oh my God. Man, this, it this was like the, one of the best care packages I've like seen. Agreed. And I opened this box and Sean's obviously gone through it and found the stuff that he wanted first. So you send it the to him. Gotcha. He's gone in and just grabbed it and like there's a bit missing in there. because I, massi- I only took the XLs. <laughs> well, there was a massive box and like there's like a quarter of the stuff left down the bottom. Yeah. Which again, appreciative. And then he was like very early in the office today. It had... The camo hat on. Yeah, I knew, I knew you might want to pull it off. So. <laughs> Knowing that I wanted to wear it, so he just hasn't taken it off all day. Just maybe get, maybe all week, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Just get in early. He got in early. early. Um, mate, how would you explain who you are to someone who, who hasn't done this? Or what is like Alfred's apartment, your mission statement? Uh, mission statement? <laughs> probably, I'm not sure you yeah, have one of those. Yeah, I don't know. I've, I've kind of been trying to create one. Yeah. But realistically, it's just something that... I wanted to do, to be able to have a fun life, do nice stuff with my friends and just do something good in the community to make everyone happy. Man, there's that's no, awesome. There's no that's real- That's like the best mission statement ever. I should really write something or like clear it up. But for me, it's, it's all just about like, I'm sure a lot of people say it, but I truly, I want to make money and I want to be successful, but- I just want that for freedom to be able to do fun stuff Man. with friends. Do you know, I don't know if you have, but like I did this mini the other day. I did like this solo mini where I was just sort of like reflecting on a few things. And long story short, I won't um, bore you with it today, but if you haven't heard it, guys, go back and, and listen. I've been doing this like, I've got a really good mate. His name's Ali Tarai, um, who runs Fuji Golf. And he has his program called Recalibrate. And like I've sat through so many branding exercises of like values and life and shit and like, you, you remember it and then you forget it the next day. Yep. But un- until you actually do it properly, and I did this thing with him, and like my whole thing, which I should know off by heart by now, but I'm still sort of working through it. I don't have it in front of me, but it was so similar. It was like, I want to be, like my purpose is to be in incredible environments with awesome people to make memorable moments yep. um, and do cool shit. Yeah. And that was like what it is. I love what you said there because like the business side of things, like to be honest, it does get weird when you talk about financials and you're like, Obviously, we are here to make money, but it's mm. not – I don't want to – I'm honestly saying this. I don't want to be a millionaire. I just want to be able to keep affording to grow a business with awesome people to do the shit that we do every day. Bit of like 100%. a byproduct. You know? Yeah, it's a yeah. byproduct. So mm. it's sort of like when we sell the merch, it's like – when we, we had a merch sale the other night. And when like jobs come in and stuff, it's like for me, I don't go, oh, money in the bank. I go, fuck yeah, let's do another one like so that we can do more merch or we can – 
get more people. I'm like, all right, that's closer to getting Sean working full time, you know, like that sort of shit. Let's go. Which is B- cool. Buy some merch. Yeah. See, I've already, I've already had an unlock this morning with Ed in. He's very philosophical already. It's awesome. Which is good. Um, so, yeah, Alfred's apartment. We'll go through that today. As I said, man, love what you do. Sean, obviously our um, creative director here now at, at um, Producey and, and looking after everything there. But, yeah, the, the essence of this pod, I suppose, like it's been a pretty crazy um, six months I suppose, personally, and I'd love to get your guys' thoughts on this, but it's amazing what the universe does. I'll tell you this, right? So I actually didn't even know if I'd tell you this, but Juz, my um, wife, who anything good that I do in my life is because of her, and she was like, oh, this brand, Alfred's Apartment, this was like a year ago. She's like, it's so cool to have this golf thing. And I was like, yeah, I know, I love this love this brand. Like, it's so fucking cool. And Sean and I were talking yeah, about we this were. earlier. I get very competitive in a way, and I was sort of like, fucking hate that guy. Like not even knowing who yeah. you were. But I was like, I hate that guy because he's doing something that I want to do. You know, like, and it was like that. It's like a, friend, a friendly motivator. A friendly you know, motivator. You see I didn't like, hate you at all, all but yeah. I love, like, I'm exact same. I'm it, so guilty of that. It's like <laughs> yeah. I'm the least, like the, the only thing I want is for like friends, yeah. anyone, anyone even I don't know to succeed. But when you see someone doing exactly kind of it's where the, you yeah. want to be or like even just in the same category, it's, I feel like that's just competitive. It's competitive. And you're probably competitive from sport or this and that. Yeah. I'm exact same. But it's more of like a, a respect thing, right? Like yeah. I found that of late, any time you feel that urge come up in your body, it's like, am I actually jealous of this person or am I just jealous of what they're doing because I want to be doing that, right? Exactly. Um, and maybe and it's like inspiration is inspiration. that feeling and then It was. It was like, like that's where I want to be. It. So yeah. like no doubt, like in my like back of my mind, always working towards like your – sort of what you've been doing, I'm like, fuck, I'd love to turn like Dylan Friends in that and like have more greens and along with many other brands that I, I, I love. And then through that, I think, I don't know what it was, but we were looking to try and find this role of like bringing in a creative director or graphic designer to help us build out like our merch and our look and our feel of the business. And Juz like must have seen something that you guys did together. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I, it was something that you guys did together. She's like, oh, this guy works with Alfred's. It might and have been that little coffee cup character. Probably. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then I was like, oh, fuck, we, we need to work with Sean. So then he did a merch drop for us. Then we went to your golf day. And then we linked up. And then we linked up Maybe, Ed, maybe Ed's just the guy that's pulled this all together behind yeah. the scenes. I should probably let him speak too, but it's nah. um, it's it's crazy how, like, the universe sort of works. Yeah, it, it is crazy because from us, Sean and I meeting maybe two years ago, yeah. three years ago, yeah. through yeah. Callaway and golf mm. and then to all the like mutuals that become friends and yeah, this yeah. and that it's kind of all all the e-friends yeah well it's cool that it works up. it's like the internet friends yeah and I think back then like I remember seeing Alfred for the first time and thinking like man this is really cool so cool and then the golf day came up and for me it was like I think we maybe linked up on like a DM or something yeah and it was like like how do I take this Callaway door and like open a few boys to say like how can this support mm. and like we obviously you know helped out on events prizes and stuff but when we went and made those like wedges as well I was like yeah. this is this is just sick man like, that's the shit I saw this. where I was like I'm annoyed like, yeah. I want that. Like, <laughs> yeah. I want that. I was like, I really want to do that. So, yeah. again, man, like, I thank you for actually, like, pushing the bar on that. Like, both of you, thank you for, like, pushing the bar on that shit. Because without innovation and, like, people breaking the circle of, like, a, a golf brand working with a cool streetwear label of, like, independence, it opens up. Then my eyes go, like, I want to do this shit too, yeah. which is really cool that we're all here today. It sounds like we're all making out with each other, but I just want to, <laughs> I, I suppose we'll, we'll get to that. Hopefully soon. Later, definitely. <laughs> um, mate, I'd love to hear 
I'm so curious. Like, I'd love to hear more about Alfred's and your story. Like, how did that all yeah. come about? Because it's such a – when I was, like, looking at it, I'm like, how the hell does this happen? Like, how do you create something like this? And to give context on this, I was speaking to Sean about it again. I was like, I'd love to meet, like, the Alfred's guys. Like, how many of them is there? He's like, it's one. I was like, I thought it was, like, ten. Mm. So – it's a credit to you that you're doing like but 10 in, in saying that, there's been heaps of people along mm, the way. Yes, of and course. there is still so many people. But yeah. I'm the I'm the, the I'm the one who has to front the bills. You're Alfred. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, how did it come about? Basically, I some older friends of ours, they started Alfred's when I was pretty young. Um they were like when we were twelve on the Gold Coast surfing. They were the ones that took us surfing mm-hmm. and they were like our cool older mates. And their their family, the Nielsens, have like a huge history. Their dad was a world champ surfer, wow. big, like real well-known um, in the surf industry mm-hmm. and this and that. And they, their boys started Alfred's as a little shop and cafe in Mermaid Beach where I grew up. And that was my first job or one of my first jobs. Oh, so you worked there before working, as well. Oh, very working cool. for the boys. Yeah. So maybe when I was in grade 11 or 12, they opened it and I was just casually working for them in the kitchen, in the shop, ruining a few acai bowls. <laughs> oh, that's um, was that yeah. when the OG burrito was still full flight? Yeah. 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 It was, that was, this was the very start. Wow. And yeah, they were kind of just like my mates I looked up to and built such a cool thing. And then as I got a little bit older, I finished school, went to uni, got expelled from uni. Oh, wow. Don't tell mother. Um, <laughs> well, what were you studying? Graphic design and oh, business. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I just I just um, kept failing and was so I, – I started working for Surf Stitch, online retailer. Another friend got me a job there early before I'd finished – uni doing design and they kind of just looked past the fact I hadn't finished and then I just never quite went back and then did that for like a year and then did another kind of design job at surf dive and ski Mm -hmm. all kind of very surf industry stuff on the Gold Coast and then the boys came to me that they wanted to move on and um, I was still doing some design stuff for Alfred's at that point. How old were you at this point? 23. Wow, still young, yeah. So young. Maybe 24. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, they just came to me and basically they were having kids and one moved away and it was pretty much we, we want to sell but we also don't want it to go into bad hands. Would you be interested? We just had a coffee one day and I – pretty naive just jumped and went done that's awesome. it's a deal i didn't have the money it was a long like a long-term deal we made mm-hmm. and they yeah they just kind of got over it moved on had kind of slowed down a little bit and it happened so so, so at that point was it the the shop as well as the cafe and everything intertwined yes yeah yeah, yeah. there was previously two kind of companies with different partners in both and the shop was more of like a multi-brand retailer. Mm-hmm. So they sold other brands, Carhartt, some stuff like that. Plus they also still did a few Alfred's pieces. And to be honest, they kind of blessed me with the hats we're wearing today. Still our best-selling thing. They did it. 
I've just marketed it. That's awesome. Really. Talk us through that um, that part. Like I think it'd be awesome today as we'll, we'll chat a little bit off air about this before, but so many people want to take risks and start businesses and stuff like that. And not often you hear of like people taking over a business. Yeah. How does that work? Like how did you, you said before you didn't front up any cash, no. but was it just like a long-term deal that yeah. you like gave them like a yeah. percentage of earnings yeah. over T- the next- till I got to a figure. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Do you mind like what- not to get the numbers and the financials, but what, how did that sort of work? Did you just like negotiate the fee or was it off revenue made or like? Yeah, it was, it was a. Uh, this stuff's so interesting, a, yeah, right? It was like, a pretty crazy deal. They basically got to a point where they were kind of all working other jobs yep. and over it. Yeah. And the business itself had slowed down. So it probably wasn't in the position that it had it previously yeah, okay. been. And they, yeah, they just wanted out and, but they also, I mean, they could have probably sold it for a lot. Yeah. They wanted to have it like live on and yeah, we kind I basically just agreed straight up. No numbers. That's sick. Over no a coffee, nothing. that's awesome. So yeah. you're 24, you take over this like cafe multi-brand business. What did you know about business very little yeah <laughs> yeah i i mean i'd done i had a clothing brand probably five clothing brands yeah. before it this from is, man i love that point yeah, yeah from year 10 in school my uncle took me to a screen printer and helped Give me, ma- helped me make of, some what are the names of the businesses struck you, yeah first one how did that go? Uh, struck didn't go so well, but <laughs> <laughs> struck, struck ended up with a batch of tees printed on women's tee oh, blanks, yeah. tiny yeah. little sleeves. Yeah. You had to wear an XL. The baby you were just early. To, yeah, we were early that on the baby tees. Um, disaster, but fun. Yeah. Sold a few at school. And then uh, did another brand called Order. Did a little bit more. Still did a bit up until even like a year into Alfred's. We still did that. Maybe on ice for another day. Nice. Mm. Uh, we did a beer. We did a beer called Thursday Brewing. I still, that's another one I still got on ice. I actually got the Instagram back the other day. How good is that? Made sure I kept that. Yeah. Was doing that and order while I took over Alfred's. Then it all just became a bit much. Yeah. And just went full time on Alfred's. Love it, man. I think there's this awesome point. We speak about it a lot, but it's like that. That idea of if you started your business and you're not embarrassed by it, you started too late. And I, like, I heard this on one of yours I listened to like, and that hit me straight away. Uh, yeah. I went, um, there's even still so much stuff that currently you, that with That struck Alfred's. you straight away. Yeah, that struck me. <laughs> that struck you straight away. <laughs> there's so much stuff still to this day that's only six months old that I'm like, oh, this oh, is embarrassing. It it's like, a shocker. Yeah, but even like the stuff that we're releasing, like one, because you put so much work into it, right? I, I relate it to nearly like a band yep. where like you, you make a song and while you like say like the Chili Peppers come out with like Under the Bridge, they've probably played that for six months before they release it. By the time they're touring that and they release a the song, they probably fucking hate it. And it's like with a lot of the stuff sometimes, like I don't know if with the design shit, but it's oh, like- 100%. Like we really, I'm like, are people going to fucking buy this? Because I'm over it. Like I've seen yeah. it that many times now. I mean, even last night, my reaction, we had those, you know, quick early orders. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'm so fuck. glad. Thank yeah. fuck people actually like this stuff. But um. No, so good. And I think that that's like a really, really good point for a lot of people getting into this. Like I, I suppose like, the, again, the reason I wanted to get in this chat today, like such three different ways, right? Like you've come from a background of like design and working in stores in retail to then like acquiring a shop and turning that into your own with your own spin on it. Sean, you've come from like a total different background. 
you've worked in a reputable like career that you could have stayed in for the rest of your life, but mm. you decided to jump ship and do something completely different. Um, and I've uh, just, I actually don't really know how to explain what I've done, but it's just like, I don't know, just jumped into something and tried. Mm. I actually didn't try and start a business. Like I was just doing a podcast. I didn't even, like this whole thing that's happened was not a, like I didn't actually think it was going to turn into anything, but it's just evolved over time. So I think there's three different ways that like, there's not one thing, but I love your story about starting shit. Like before um, Dylan Friends and with more greens and stuff we did, we had like my missus and I had so many ideas. We had these um, dog collars that we were going to do called Neighbor Hounds. Um, and again, I've got the handles, got the website, still still something in on ice yeah, in the background it. at the moment. And I like, if you looked up my ABN lookup, which I hope you don't, um, the amount of like business names I've acquired over the years and Instagram handles I have for like a rainy day, it's all there. But I, I love that. It's like what you've got to now, there's probably six or seven shit business, not shit businesses, oh, but very, other ones that didn't you know, work out yeah. to get you to where you are. Mm. It's nice. And it was when I heard that in your pod, Whichever one it was, I can't remember. Mm. I, I heard it and I was, it couldn't have been more relevant because I instantly just went, struck, order. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I think there's still the boxes at my parents' place. Yeah. I was even like, you know, archiving old graphics that I've made and looking back and thinking like, but the, in saying that, the best part is at some point you thought, wow, this is actually really sick. I oh, know. And yeah. it, it's funny to look back and go like, damn, I really thought that was the mm. one. And you look back and go like, geez, that really wasn't it. No, it wasn't. Yeah. But. You never know until it's like a year down the track and what's going to hit. But um, yeah, I think it's inspiring, man. To be honest, to like to hear that sort of story and, and more of it that we'll get into today of how like you just got to fucking give it a crack and go in and for sure. I think naivety sometimes is the best thing. Don't like we Sean and I were sort of speaking about this earlier, but there's this whole thing on like etching your bets, and I don't know what your scenario on this was. And it's like some people will be like, if I want to start a business, it's so risky, which it is for sure. <laughs> But the cliche is like it's more risky not to do it because, you know, you live a life that you don't – are not entirely happy with. But there's a way in which you can, as I mentioned, etch your bets and like when I wanted to start doing this and thought it could become a business, it's like I moved back in with my missus folks, sold my car so I had like no overheads, cancelled Netflix, cancelled Stan, used my mates' like accounts on that and just brought my finances down to a level that I knew I could sort of have a crack at something for two years and, and not have yep. as many overheads as I, I had to. Yeah. Um, Sean, like speak on, you know, if you're happy to about like your situation of going from a full-time job that, you know, I'm sure was really rewarding to then changing career paths and how yeah, that Yeah, absolutely. I mean, for me, it was always, I knew design and art was the passion and it was kind of trying to find <laughs> a vehicle which would allow that to sort of move forward. And for me, I was looking at, you know, the idea of doing SD workshop in a full-time capacity being a freelancer. And then when we connected and you sort of mentioned there's scope to be, I guess, you know, working a few days a week and how yep. this can grow. To me, that was the most amazing opportunity to say like, we can take this, you know, income that's steady and then the back end of it, we could just keep working, keep flying through and finding jobs. But, you know, I was in a, in a position where it was, you know, an amazing job in a really big company working at Callaway. But at the end of the day, it's like I wasn't really sitting back and making graphics all day long. I wasn't making art or really just, you know, doing exactly what it wanted to be. And it's a bit of a crossroads between like this is comfortable and, you know, the money's good and there's opportunity just to grow. But it's like, where is that growth really going to? And like, is that the growth you want to see in 10 years time? Am I going to look back and be like, this is what I wanted to do? Mm. And I mean, it's even little quotes. Like I was listening to Josh from Porter James Sports, which I believe is a friend of yours, Ed. Yeah. And he had this thing and he said like, if not now, then when? Mm. And it's a bit like, well, I'm in a position... I don't have kids, like I'm 27, like if now, not then when, like let's just have a crack. And even to that point, like there was a, a quote in there as well, which was like, 
what is your dream job? Like we've sort of spoken about this a little bit, Dylan, like what's your dream day? And I mean, I'm literally just stealing this quote from what he said, but I saw it back and went like, man, that'd be so sick. Like, you know, do what you want in the morning, go to the gym whenever you want, train, and then just sit back and be like, I'm working on something that's so kind of valuable to me and I'm getting a lot out of it. And then even like, man, in the last three weeks, like time's flown, you know, we're sitting in the office and it's like, it's 8.30 and then all of a sudden it might be similar for you, Ed, like, you know, it's 7 p.m. And you kind of look back and you're like, man, it's had like a fun day. That couldn't be more similar to mine is I was, as a kid, I always thought board riders who I last worked at before I left, that was my dream job to go into Billabong or like, cause it's all together Yeah, to go in there and do design mm. in a surf brand was, that was it. That was the coolest thing ever. And that was the hardest thing for me was to actually leave that yeah. because I loved it. Yeah. I worked with really good people. We'd go in in the morning, all laugh, talk shit, have fun, do good work yeah. and that. But then, yeah, I just hit a point that I this came up and I luckily for my sake took the took the jump at it mm. and that's, that's pretty much exact same for me is I get to go in. A friend of ours who works out of our office walked up the driveway the other day and Marcus who works with me and I had just been at the shop getting a coffee restocking the shop just giving it a little tidy and blake our mate goes have we made it i was like what's he on about today and he goes ed do you reckon you've made it i was like this is some sort of loaded question yeah. like wrap it up and he goes no like what's what's like wh what would you want to be doing and i was like well we've just been sitting in the car for five minutes joking around talking about stuff having a coffee, our mates walked out of the office who doesn't work for us, but just comes in and mm. does a bit of work from there. It's the best thing ever. And just rearrange your own store. Yeah. Put, your own, put your own clothes yeah. in there, rearrange your own clothes. got a coffee from there yeah. and ran into three or four friends. What could be better? And I have to take myself back often because I get so caught up in everything being right, the shelves looking neat, this, to not come in and get angry like, oh, that's out of it because I'm too mm. stuck in on it. Yeah. But to just go, this is unreal. If I come in with a good positive energy, rev everyone up and go, look, I just care so much. Can we please get these shelves looking perfect? Mm. It's the best thing ever. You just have so to cool. step back a little bit, which I find hard. And that's been like a big lesson. No, I love that. I love it. When you... um. When you like can have that perspective too, it's like, it's incredible. As I was talking before I did that sort of thing of like memorable moments mm. and like the whole notion of this idea that they're doing through this program is to like go through your phone and you look at memorable moments of like what your year is and you nearly have the photos and you write them every day and it's like people don't realize how many good things happen. It's like a gratitude thing, right? For sure. And it was surprising how much for me, the shit that I didn't realize was like my memorable moments are like just being in the office. Like who... And I don't want this to come off as a, like a thing of like people listening being like, if you don't have that, like that's okay too. Like you can get to it or maybe you don't um, base your life around work, which is totally cool too. Like my mum, who's like my most respected person in the world that I love the most, she she works to then live her life with her family. Yeah. Whereas like my view on it is like I want to work to live, live to work and have the, the whole thing. Yeah. Um, but to be in a place where my environment's so cool and creative and you're around surrounded by cool people, that gives me energy. And like, I, as I said earlier before, I couldn't give a fuck what we do. As long as we're working on shit together, I'm like super happy. So to get to that point where you, you get in and you start this shop, what did you have to learn about 
because anyone can like do this right, but not anyone can sort of make it successful. And it takes like a lot of people to to build a business. Like business is fucking weird, isn't mm. it? Like I don't think you can learn it by it. You just got to jump in and do it. It's like problem solving. That's all it is. It's like problem after the next and you just got to work a way to work it out. Did you have like someone supporting you with business, like, you know, margins, bills, rent, like all those things, like how did that sort of come about? No, that's a good, yeah. And that kind of loops <clears throat> back to what you were saying before about the risk yeah. kind of management. To be completely honest, I went in extremely naive, took a really, really big risk. And I, in hindsight, probably should have like taken a few things to to lower the odds, but I just went in a hundred percent, didn't have another option. I'm very fortunate that if everything, my, my mindset was this could all go terribly and at the end of the day, I'll wake up and go again. Yeah. The only thing that now I have to leverage the odds a little bit is because I feel a bit of a responsibility for the staff, for the people that you'd owe money to and this and that. But I went in with, I'll work this kitchen until the bill's paid off. Yeah. Until we don't owe tax, we don't owe anything, I'll just work. Yeah. Do you know what's super cool about that though is like Alfred's could have, and it, you know, it's not, but it could have just been the one after Threads. What was the first business? I've already forgotten it already. Struck. Struck. Order. Don't forget that. Yeah, Struck. Order. <laughs> Still got all the hands. Thursday Brewing. Yeah. It could have been Alfred's, but then you know what would have happened? The next one would have worked. Yeah. And that's like the whole no, the whole thing, right? It's like we started so much shit that like one of them's going to stick eventually because you're just getting closer to what, what actually happens. And For sure. Even with the boys that we um, come in, I don't know if I said this to Sean, but it was like one thing that's awesome about working with small businesses and being in small business, especially like people out there, if, if anyone ever asked for advice, not, not necessarily starting a business, but just wants to get into an industry, I always say go and work with small businesses because you get to play so many hats and so many different roles. And it's like, you are so close to the action and you're either going to work out how to run the most successful business ever or the business you're working for is going to go bankrupt and you're going to work out what not to do. Mm. So I always say to Sean, I'm like, man, this is either going to be the best thing ever for you or I'm going to like go bankrupt and you're going to like just go, that was fucking weird working with that guy for a while. And you will learn like down, down never do journey, that again. Brother. Yeah, never do that again. Yeah, that, but that's it. There's no – the the kind of mindset I tried to take into it was every one of those past ones is something, something on the portfolio, mm. some lessons – move and go again what about um leadership so yep. it's a interesting topic to talk about in business but like being a business owner you said before like you know it's your business um again i'm sort of referring back to what i was talking about with ali but he's helped me out a lot with this and so interested in in your point but like you wear so many hats right like you're an owner a manager and a friend and he sort of broke this down to me he's like you got to work out when to be a friend when to be a manager and when to be a, an owner. Because like a friend, obviously we're all mates when you work together. A manager needs to manage the business and make sure it goes well. And then the owner's like, well, fuck, if this doesn't work, we're, we're in a pretty bad place. So you've got to wear like three different hats and going in and out of them is quite difficult, I, I found. I don't think that will ever be easy yeah. for me. That's been the hardest thing. And I was saying to Sean earlier, in the last years maybe years one to three was survival 
and that was full mongrel mode where it was just like cutthroat, we have to pay these bills back mm. to just get to tomorrow and there's 10 grand in the bank and 30 grand of bills this week. We just got to get through. And then in the last maybe two years was when I've started to, I feel like, get some insight into leadership. I'm not sure if Ali uh, mentioned it much, Ali Day, in the podcast. I haven't listened to the whole thing, but Taylor Cecil, his coach, uh, movement coach, I'm not sure exactly what they call it. He... I did a little bit of training with with them. I was doing some golf lessons. I can't admit to that, but I have done a couple <laughs> yeah. of golf lessons with Still a friend well yeah. with a friend Stan who works with Taylor. And he, I was coming in. I got to a state where I was so caught up in work and like improving and making more money and innovation. And yeah, yeah, that I kind of forgot. Every, like I didn't know, I didn't improve in the leadership side, yep. and I didn't improve in the in the people side. So he actually sat me down one day because I obviously came in in a bit of a fluster. And, oh, sorry, I'm late. I'm like, let's get into it. Let's let's do some movement. Let's, yeah. you know. <laughs> and he goes, I don't think you need any movement yeah, yeah. today. And I went, no, 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 we gotta we gotta move. We got yeah. 56 minutes. Let's yeah, move. I've gotta go. <laughs> and he and he drew this little pyramid. And it was like planning and doing. And I uh, apologies if this is off, but you'll get the rough gist. Yeah. He said, he goes, you you do, and it's got you this far, just going. Say yes, go. But you don't plan. And you're going to get to a point where if you just keep going, you stop improving. So you can't, you're not going to get a new result doing the same thing over and over. So, and he, and he said, he's, you got to, to improve, you're going to have to plan. And it was like this peak that was, so I think at the bottom was planning Mm -hmm. and at the side was doing if you just do, you go past and you don't reach the max yep. or you're, or if you just plan, you never get up the peak, yep. but the perfect mix of planning and doing, you can reach more yep. potential. And to me, it was the most like, I was at a point where I didn't answer people I liked phone calls yeah. because I was so, no, nah, I'm working, I'm, I'm not talking. And I'd stopped enjoying it. Yep. Whereas... Like hearing that and and then slowly learning from that, it's like if I can stop and go, look, I'm I'm just upset because the shop doesn't look good and I'm sorry for being upset, but it's because I care. And if instead of coming in in this bulldog, oh, and, I, and I'm 100% did it to so many of the like friends, this yeah. and that, that I'd just come in so angry when all I really had to do is accept that it was my planning. If I made them a checklist to do stuff, it would get done perfectly. Mm. It's no one's intention not to do it, but it was, I just have to take responsibility for everything. And if I sit down and plan it, it gets done perfectly. If... I rush it, get some stock in the shop because I rush, want to get some sales, try get some money ticking over, and then go, what, what's what's wrong with 
all this stuff on Shopify and they go, oh, well, there was no product created. You yes. know, and I it's and it's a hundred percent. And I now I just try and go. It's my fault, yeah. and it is because if I stopped and planned, it wouldn't have happened. No one intentionally does something wrong. So for me, that that's been the biggest thing. And coming in with a positive energy that, regardless of how I feel, regardless of if something's gone bad or we've had stock that's come in wrong, go in with a positive attitude, lift everyone up rev everyone up for the day then get on to the the business mm. that's pretty much the only like the biggest thing i've learned in the last two years and i've seen it so clearly improve the business and everyone's happiness everyone's effort because no one reacts well if i just come in steaming going this is wrong this is wrong this is wrong and i'm so guilty of that for a few years mm. but to come in with I care so much. I spent so long trying to make this cool and I just want this to go well so that we can go and have a staff night doing something fun, go to karaoke, <laughs> spend a bunch of money on buy everyone everything mm. and do something fun. That's the only reason I want the shop to look good so we can sell stuff, do cool stuff, do the golf days, yeah. do all that. And that I think that switch of like mindset was the biggest thing that helped me. I love it. It's oh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah, the just on the part of the phone call quickly, like it's like you're reading my mind at the moment because I had this thing like you could look at my phone right now, and not because I'm cool, but like I just have built up messages and just like <laughs> shit that these are my friends, and it's like I go home and I've got like my best mates thirtieth this weekend, and I'm like. I'm so excited for it, but I'm also like, fuck, there's a lot of people there I haven't replied to. And I'm just thinking like, it's already like giving me anxiety, like thinking about it. And it's like, not because I don't care. It's just because I'm bad at planning it. And Ali, um, my mate, Ali. So just out there, there's two different Ali's. There's an Ali and an Ali. So Ali Day is from um, Gold Coast, who's been on the pod, who's an absolute champion, friends with Ed, um, Iron Man extraordinaire. Then Ali, who's my mate I talk about a bit from Future Golf, but Ali, I go to him like, I'm like, man, I'm just so fucking busy. He goes, no, you're just shit at planning, man. Like busy is like the thing that people say when they're just shit at planning. So like there's no such there's no such thing as being busy. It's just being unorganized. And that's like the biggest thing I felt now. Get in my Trello, get in like my sauna, whatever you use, your calendar, get it all set up through fucking Google. And then also I've realized like spending time um, Sean and I actually went through this like when we we're setting up some stuff to do I've set like break down my stuff here I am it's like this isn't even a podcast it's just a chat I've set like my thing of like short term medium term and long term because I used to always live in long term goals so like I'm thinking about something in six months when there's like ten things I need to do today and ten emails that I need to reply to but I just fucking leave them and I'm like, no, I've got to think about this thing that I'm doing in six months. No, man, just just fucking just reply to these 10 emails today so you can do that thing in six months' time. So, yeah, it's um, preaching to the choir. Man. I heard someone the other day say, I've been getting in a bit of a rabbit hole of I never thought I would be the Instagram motivational videos oh, type thing. We, we actually I, put a few really good ones up. There was a Skepta one recently. Yeah, that which was cool. I, hey, I sent Dad, a deal. Oh, was yeah. That the, yeah, that was yeah. Yeah. Skepta where he spoke about just doing shit. Just having a just crack and yeah. starting yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, I loved it. And but, utilizing the networks and social media and taking it all to your advantage. Yeah, and it's I heard someone say, uh, what was it? The only, you feel stress 
because you haven't done something that you could have. Oh, it's no, no, in no. your control. Yeah, it's a preparation, yeah. exact same kind yeah. of thing that you know in your heart or your heart that you could have done it, but you didn't because you did other things, this and that. So that's why you're stressed. It's yeah. hung over you. If you just got in, answered the text, moved on. Yeah. Eat the frog. Done it. Have you heard this? No. Oh, God. Great timing. <laughs> oh, man. I fucking, this is my new one that I'm just like a walking recital of like quotes that I don't make up, but I pretend they're mine. And this one, Eat the Frog, has been like my biggest goal. And it's like, if you, if you, if I told you guys today you had to eat a frog, you could either do it first thing in the morning and get it done, or you could do it at the end of the day, but you'd be thinking about it the whole, you like all day, like, oh, I'm trying to do work, but fuck, I'd eat that frog tonight. Whereas like, I used to be that guy and probably still am to an extent of like, oh, I'll do it later, I'll do it later. But then it like the mental toll and the opportunity cost of knowing, fuck, I've got to eat that frog tonight versus just like eating the fucking frog and getting it done and then just I can have my day. Yeah, I'm so guilty of the same and I can preach all of this, but there's still heaps to improve. But that feeling of checking something off a checklist oh, early that you've seen drag, I'll drag it on for a week, a two-minute job. Mm. It's... It's unbelievably like weight lifted off your shoulders. Yeah, I even think it's to me. It was so impressive. Like when we we were hanging out at Mick Fanning's golf day, and I I dropped by the factory, and actually I left there so inspired because I've kind of walked into this room. There's products, you know, on shelving everywhere. You've got this cool little like nice coffee table set up, some you know some swaggy chairs and stuff. The boys are upstairs working, and I I sat back and I was like, this is sick. Like I'd love to be in this environment all day long. It's kind of what we have here, where it's like you've got this space to work from what's around you is inspiring. And I mean, we had this chat and I think you were talking about, you know, the growth of Alfred's and when, you know, early days it was like, do heaps, do heaps, do heaps. And then pulling it back to be like, how do we create this long-term brand? And I remember I just sat back and you were just talking about it and I was sitting back going like, man, like I can really see this. And then being a fan of the brand for such a long time, like I can see the progression in the garments where you're moving and even taking risks with patterns. Like, I mean, you're obviously lucky that you hooked Dylan up with some, with some gear mm. and like the native trail jacket and I'm stuff like that. I'm not allowed to wear that heat. Yeah, 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 he's wearing it, it first. I've worn yeah. it three times this <laughs> yeah. week. Um, but even just taking risks in those garments and it's not just like knowing what you could possibly sell direct, but saying like, let's try this over here and go something a bit wider and sort of make a bit more noise with it. And that's like really becoming like in and of itself a proper clothing brand. And even the way you shoot and stuff and I'm not sure who that guy is but I think we need to get on to yeah, him yeah we love the in, shoots so we'll on the website today the, I was like, the funny thing with that is so Matt Nielsen one of the original founders is who's shooting oh that's, in oh, Sydney. that's awesome so that's there when I posted the other day that it was that's like special. full circle yeah. is he's it's his brand wow, to begin awesome. with and he shoots full time down there does crazy big jobs very yeah. cool he's because he's shooting for Earls he's shooting yeah for... he does all the Earls stuff doesn't have Instagram doesn't have website, mm. uncontactable. Yeah, I noticed that I kept going sick. to like tap the shit. photo and be like, where can I follow yeah. this guy? And I actually Googled him, to be yeah. honest, because I was like, what's this guy's deal? And it was like, all I found was like a photo show. And I was like, oh, this guy's a bit yeah. of an enigma. And that's, yeah. And so that was pretty cool. And even after you left the warehouse that day, having that chat, if it was so, it's so nice for me to instead of just rush through everything mm. and trying to verbalize that we want to, I want to plan, get a direction, a clear direction. That's what we've been working on at the moment to really long-term grow it in a direction and not just go, oh, quick release some stock to make some money. Yeah. 
And I mean, we even said in that conversation, it was quite funny, and you might not know this, Jill, but I was explaining the role to Ed being like, this mm. is this thing, you know. Ed's um, like, don't take it, man. Dill's, <laughs> Dill's explaining to me about it. And like one key thing Ed said was like, man, it, it'll be sick because it's a small business. Yeah. So it's like the way things are going to grow and move and pivot. And there's, you know, there's not like a board of directors saying like nitpicking something and going, this might not work, this may work for this reason. And then it's kind of just, I mean, I'm just saying it out loud, but it's a funny full circle moment that we're sitting here chatting oh, on this it's podcast. Weird. But it's also, it's also not really, it was inevitable in a way. Um, even like question for you, Sean, as well, like working small business now, and I suppose with us, like, how have you found that of just going like, dele- you know, delegation of being like, this is your thing, just run with it. Like, have you... No, it's very cool. And yeah. I think what I've found is like I was for four years doing design every single night after work and trying to find clients and, you know, lucky to work with guys like Ed and different brands and Itch Pig and all these, you know, mm. the companies I think are really cool. But the thing was I was doing that at nighttime. And mm. I guess what I'm trying to get back to is like now that I'm doing that during the day and getting delegated these tasks, I can actually work pretty quickly because I've kind of had to do it in a small amount of time. Mm. And then I get given an entire day and I sort of go, well, I've actually moved quite quickly on this little project, but it's because I've kind of learned how to do that in like a, you know, getting home at 5.30, going to the gym, getting back and working till 11.30 at night for, you know, three and a half years. And then that just kind of allows you that skill set to jump back and go, I can kind of do this and take on delegation. And I mean, even to that point, my previous role, um, not to really waffle on, but like I was working under like three or four different brands in one umbrella. So it's kind of was getting used to working across multiple different things at once. But yeah, it's it's been great. And to give context out of like what, it's sort of hard to, not hard to explain. I've got to get better at the pitch deck as well. But what we're sort of trying to do now is like, I suppose for ages, you know, we're doing the merch stuff, but like Sean, like coming in, I've seen is like, we want to be something cool that like we're proud of and a brand that looks good and not just provide good content, but look and feel good. Like, you know, yeah. that thing is like, you look good, you feel good, you want to be there. Yeah. So it's like upskilling in all that space. But also too, it's like, why do we just, instead of just going for like quick turnaround merch where we can print on like an AS colour tee to actually make this that even if you don't like Dylan Friends, you still could wear the, the shit like and you'd still like and it could be a long term of good quality and I suppose where we're building at the moment, we have like this this um, thing that's going to launch in the next few months. It's going to be like a, a bit of a um, umbrella business for like all the pods and yeah, that will sort of house... Um, all the pods under it and be a bit more of like a sports network. And then through that, we'll own like a white label of like brands that we can just provide cool clothing. So like, you know, Liz Cloggers, Dylan Friends, More Greens, like everything we do, including that brand, will have like its own look and feel. And we want to like, yeah, it's hard to sort of- It's really like comes back to like making it tasteful. And, And to Ed's point of like going in store and being like, I really want this here because I like, you know, you love and you're passionate about it as much as we want to make merch that's, you know, like I'm proud to wear every piece we're designing, which I'm sure you are too. And it's like, you're really building a clothing brand, not just for yourself, but your community. And we want to be wearing the merch, you know, and having friends wear it. Yeah. And I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be like someone doesn't listen to the podcast and they want to buy it, Yeah. but it's still just like someone sees that and go, oh, that's cool. But then goes, oh, it's kind of sick. It's a podcast as well. Yeah. That's it. You almost want to be known for us. It was like the transition of oh, that's a shop and cafe. Versus that's a clothing brand. Now, yeah. you know, They're when like, you oh, hear what, people go, well. like, yeah. when I hear someone down here go, oh, oh, do you guys have a shop? Oh, yeah. what, do you, what do you mean food or this? We yeah. don't do food anymore, but yeah. that's the biggest compliment. Mm. So for you guys to be able to do pieces you like mm. that you truly want to wear that doesn't just feel like printed blanks yeah, yeah, would be so cool. Yeah. And I think 
that that's anyone's goal, I guess, is to make something that you don't even have to directly align with the brand or yeah. what they do, but they just like, I mean, anyone in fashion, they just like the look of it. Mm. Yeah. And they think it feels good, it's quality, they like it, then I guess that's a success for, for everyone. Sure. The big one, like obviously being with the more green stuff we're about to drop and I know um, you obviously got uh, Alfred's Country Club as well, which are you revamping some stuff there? You, yeah, yeah, we're kind of uh, putting it in into the main line of product nice. and then trying to – that's probably another one that ties back to planning yeah. And we're trying we to make a lot of work. Yeah. We should definitely. We're, More we're, country club. Yeah. We're trying to make Alfred it green. really good. Yeah. And the quality really good. Yeah. And it's sort of the same thing where you don't even have to know or like golf. Yeah. But you'd still wear the polos. Yeah. That's sort of where we. I got carried away in trying to rush product out because it was pumping. Well, it's mm. isn't it like. I think we're a bit similar in the like of the boys here freak out because I always I'm a I'm a massive rusher like yeah. I do rush the fuck out of things and like mm. I always like last night we dropped our first range for like a year because I hadn't done it and I was like no I understand fucking get this out let's do it let's go fucking live didn't realize for the first hour and a half there was a fifty percent discount code on everything perfect so that so was really big good up everyone yeah. got a nice so, deal yeah big up congrats to everyone that got in early that was a reward for you guys you got fifty percent off so basically made no money like for yeah. the first hour. But, um, you know, we went, we went super well and was so proud. And, and as I said, it's not about the fine. It's more like let's do this to keep building and build something cool and upscale our garments and get better shit. But I'm a massive rusher, right? I'd rather be a rusher than someone who just fucking sits there and procrastinates on things because, like, I can, as much as I don't learn from mistakes sometimes, like, you do slowly. For sure. So, like, next time, all right, plan a bit better. Let's make sure there's no... Fucking do an order test first. Little, to make little, sure, or a little yeah, drop checklist. Make sure the SKU codes are fucking the, the on the there. Right? List, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Make sure that sits like ready to go. Yeah. Do an EDM and plan it. Like instead of like putting 17 spelling mistakes in it. Like And Sean yeah. won't go to the sauna on drop night where Dill tries to text him. Yeah, Sean's sure, too busy having a sauna <laughs> while I'm, you know, freaking out about shit. But um, like three minutes before seven o'clock, I was like, oh fuck, man, should we do a bundle? And like it's dropping in three minutes. I'm like, nah, it's probably too late. Like, let's just let's just let it go. <laughs> we're, we're very we're yeah. very very similar in yeah. that sense. I'll I've got too many things that are we've had majorly wrong. Yeah, but give us your biggest you'd stuff. Rather, up. You'd rather just go and do it, yeah. and that's why small business is so good because you don't have to answer to anyone. And, and you, you learn can, from it though. A hundred percent. Sometimes. Um, give us your, give us biggest uh, give us a stuffy. Grace, my partner in TV, probably won't like this one going yeah. live. But you don't have to say we, the brand. We dropped <laughs> nah, it's, it's fine. Either way, it's one of those things. We dropped hoodies last year for zero dollars <laughs> and i think that's we a margin. did that's a good one can you recall that or is that just yeah we okay. we ended up offering everyone who bought them a discount i think okay. like half price or something yeah. but i think everyone surely knew it was too good to be true yeah. but i think we did like 50 percent it was like 500 hoodies oh my god at zero dollars so you had to go back and, and message everyone everyone and We've, I've just seen it. We were in the middle of a like a dinner meeting in Sydney with a brand we wanted to do some stuff with, and I've just started sweating. It was I'd seen orders ticking through because we'd stupidly timed the drop while we had the meeting. Never, see, never do that. Yeah, shit, you man. need to just like, be. My rule yeah. now is I sit in the office, have you two screens oh. on, and um, because I've learnt that now. Yeah. But yeah, we did 
500 hoodies at zero dollars and i was seeing shopify just come in for a few minutes going ah, this is licking my awesome. lips and then, right. and then zero, i looked zero. and went oh my god we were getting like nine dollars shipping nine dollars shipping nine dollars shipping and at least went, you got the shipping. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we had nothing to ship, yeah. so we kept the shipping. But oh. yeah, we did. That was a pretty bad one. We've done heat, but exactly as you said, an EDM with spelling errors. It's oh. just I like getting it in, getting it out, going hard, no time to waste. But getting that little bit of planning is probably yeah. the it's best. A perfect mix in the middle for sure. Last one, I just forgot. I blacked this one out of my head because it was it was terrible <laughs> as well. But we did a drop last year for list cloggers. And as much as I'd like to blame Dan on Dan on this one, I think it was all of our fault. Like we dropped it again, didn't do the planning, didn't release any. We didn't have any SKU codes for anything, so we did something like it was a ridiculous. It was sold out of everything, which was incredible, but it, it was actually terrible because there were so many fucking orders. We had over a thousand orders that we had to bring in here and go through them all manually to look at what they'd done because, like, we had to look at the photos. And I don't even know how we got this. We maybe had to email them of what sizes they wanted because it, there would have been an easy way to do this as well, by yeah. the way, but it ended up like opportunity cost of that and the hours we end up spending on it, like probably on minimum, like probably like slave labor to like actually what happened out of that whole thing. Probably shouldn't say slave labor. We're probably on minimum chips on that yeah. thing. It was, But I feel like everyone needs one of those moments. Oh, like it was funny. Even in a graphic design sense, um, first products of Melbourne store, which probably gave my first leg up ever sort of making clothes. And I was so nervous. I was probably like 19 or 20. And we made this like varsity collection. I was so excited, this little baseball graphic. Anyway, I saw varsity wrong. I felt I spelled it's a, a hard word. It is a tough word to spell. Yeah. I spelled it varicity. And then anyway, we shot the full lookbook. Everyone's excited. And then this cute little comments goes, that's not how you spell varsity. And I look at it and go, oh, fuck. And then Nick goes, oh, God. And then this is back when Sol from Redwood was basically printing in his garage. It was before the whole, you know, big factory and everything. Yeah. And we just call Sol in like a panic. And he goes, ah, oh, boys, like, don't worry about it. So less. anyway, picks up all the stuff and just gets a baseball bat graphic, prints it over the top mm. of the word varsity. And then there's just a baseball with a baseball graphic. And you just save the day. But in saying that, like, since then, it's like, look at every single yeah. bit of spelling possible and like double check it and get your, no, get your boys to check it as well. It's the best way to do it. Like. Yeah, I think you learn. I, I often, mate, I make mistakes every week, so it is what it is. The last one, because I do this shit all the time, now that we're talking out of this, the amount of podcasts I've recorded and not even pressed, I'm making sure this one's even recording. Like, the, the, <laughs> do you know, I've like sat hours into chats and just been like, fuck. Like, <laughs> we'll it, go again. We'll go, let's, <laughs> let's go again. Like, do you just, remember just what you said? <laughs> yeah, do you remember what you said? A couple more sodas? Yeah. Yeah, that's some wisdom in there. He's going to have to relay Yeah, it. literally. Um, I did do a big, a big, big one of those. When I worked for Surf, Dive and Ski before Alfred's, I did a window that went across 120 Surf, Dive and Ski stores around Australia that was Australia's leading surf retailer. <laughs> and I remember the big boss coming in and going, Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm taking over yeah, this Alfred's yeah. thing. Uh, I'm, I'm going anyway. Yeah. Did, you, did you really leave? Or yeah. 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 I was yeah. walked out yeah, in okay. handcuffs. Yeah. Um, we, stick, we made a little patch sticker to cover it over the main Perfect. thing. Yeah. That's all you need to do. Um, Shawnee, what else have you got for us? Shawnee's done all the producing this week. Yeah. I mean, we, we had a little bit just to, you know, jump into something I'd really like to know. It's like, what brands are you looking at now for inspiration and what, what are you seeing that you're really liking? I look at so much different stuff. There's so many good brands out of Oz. Yeah. That's unreal. hundred percent. Almost too many to like list specifically, yeah. but 
it's just so cool to see Melbourne, Sydney, Perth. It's unreal just yeah. to see people doing stuff out of Oz, not leaving Oz, yeah. staying here and doing stuff on like a global scale. I think the biggest one for me who was kind of like a mentor was Daniel Bradshaw who does Street X. Oh, good man, yeah. He's a great, great man. Yeah. And he's – the brands we have aren't exactly the same and we've gone in slightly different directions, but as a person and as a business mentor – Pretty cool. Yeah. What but he's I feel done. Like he's, the, he's the epitome to me of like just giving every single thing a crack. Yeah. Getting in, whether it's for you or not, getting in front of the camera, building that community. Yeah. Um, you know, even now he's doing stuff with the AFL, which is mm. really cool. We, we mm. keep seeing nonstop, which is maybe a perfect example. We look at that and go like, well, we should be, you know, uh, it's an inspiration I, as much we, as it's motivating. We saw that the other day. I was like, why the fuck aren't we doing this? You know, yeah. I was like, this is what this is the goal to get into this. But like you said before, you know, when you see someone yeah, I was like, doing I, I something, hate you, man. yeah, <laughs> I, that was my exact thing. I went, I've, I, I don't know if we're sweet to say this, but I don't really care. Yeah, um, we're we're talking about doing something with the AFL with Perfect. fanatics. Awesome, and. Love that. But it was one of those ones that I was doing that. (laughs) I was doing that through the screen, going, "Ah, he's fucking beat me to it. He's he's beat me to it." And I knew, I knew he was going to, because he'd already told me he was doing it before I was. Yeah. And it's, but it's that good, healthy kind of competition that it's sick to see. It's not a competition. Mm. It's like um, inspiration, really. Yeah, for sure. It's leveling up, right? It's like you see, you you want to. You know, there's, there's that saying, it's like you, you look at your five friends and you're a good picture of who you hang around with. But it's like the same in business too. You're a good picture of who you're motivated by. I think like one of my favorite things is like, and this is a, is a life thing. It's like if you want a skill of someone's, it's so easy to actually find that. You just find a person that has it and attach yourself to them. So like what you are dominant at and what you are dominant at, like their skills I don't have, but like I'll always find people that have the shit that I don't and just like learn. And mm. that's what those guys do. Absolutely. For sure. Mm. That's, yeah, that's kind of, that was the first person I learnt business side of stuff off. He, Bradshaw came out. They're, um, they're in WA? Perth. Perth. Yeah. 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 yeah, he came over and he was probably, to be honest, I probably have to thank him for like our first online drop that went really well was a collab we did with them oh, awesome. maybe four years ago. Right. It was our first collab. First thing, and to to a lot of people over there, even here, Sydney, they probably first heard of us through them. That's awesome. And even though they might not visually look exact same right now, the biggest thing I just like, kind of what you're saying is it's about like aligning with people you like and people you would like to be surrounded with as friends Mm, mm. more than... I'm, I'll never do a collab with someone. I don't care how cool their brand is. Yeah. They're I, if they're if 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 they're yep. no good, I'm just not into it. Yeah. Like I'll way rather do stuff with something that's less hyped, less this that. If I just like hanging mm. out with them, because at the end it comes back to the goal we were saying at the start. What's the mission statement or whatever? Yeah. It's not about anything else at the end of the day. It's and I think even now, like to that point, like we're in, I feel like we're in a really like nice space with brands that are young and growing. Cause you look at like, obviously Alfred, you look at brand like Earl's, Porter James Sports, and you even have the opportunity where like you listen to them speak, whether it's on podcasting or on interviews and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And 
you finish those things and go like, I want to support this now because I've kind of learned about this person. I've learned the journey. And like, mm. I hope after this, like, you know, people go like, let's jump on Alfred's website nah, and nah, check it out. Nah, I'm <laughs> not really into them. The golf stuff's all right, oh, but no. it's, it else will be better. No, their golf stuff sucks, man. <laughs> Here I am trying to make a beautiful point. <laughs> no, nah, I agree though. And it's like both those brands, Porter, Earl's, it's just so cool to see out of Australia, yeah, yeah, not just like there's lots of brands I love from the states, but it feels so nah, much cooler. It's so cool yeah. to support local, yeah, local stuff. Yeah. Even a couple sort of people that have really been a massive help for me. Not not in the sense of like designs and and stuff like that, but more just businesses that are, are killing it. Like obviously Push Ball Boys, yeah, yeah, Vinny, and they're legends as yeah, well. They're nice people. Vinny, Ed, and um, George, and then. Again, at your golf day, like that was a bit of a hub of like these sort of people, right? Like catching up. Um, another one, Ollie from WA as well. I don't know if you've seen. We Ollie. did a collab. He's a fucking champion guy. Another like, exact I picked same. Picked his brain for an hour and a half on a call once, just about like how do you order planks and where do you get them from and what are minimums and what. Are, and he's like, mate, whatever you need, just this and that. And another guy, Will, actually from ORTC, who's been a massive help of ours, um, just around like e-com and store and yeah, looking at doing a few bits and pieces with him. Too in a, in a business sense, which is which has been sick. But I hope we're not forgetting anyone. There's so many fucking. That's how I yeah, did. I almost I didn't want to yeah. spe- yeah. specifically. I yeah, no, so, I didn't want to specifically pick people because oh, there's who else? yeah, there's yeah. so many. That's that's what's probably the color plane boys. They're doing. Yeah, see, yeah, I, I don't no. know them, but I I've you, just yeah, started following them and. It looks unreal. Yeah. I mean, we can't go past the Stussy rebrand, though. I mean, I'm yeah. probably obsessed with oh, that. Oh, that's, I didn't so want to. Who did that? Uh, so they've, I don't know exactly the story. Nah, it's US. Okay, and me. that's why I wasn't going <laughs> yeah, to. Yeah, um, no. That's honestly why I was, <laughs> yeah. that was the first thing that came to mind, but I was like, nah. Yeah. Um, they're just their whole, I don't know, they, they had a licensing licensing deal in Oz yep. that pretty much killed it here. Yeah. You saw it on the people you wouldn't. Yeah want a really cool brand to be on and they probably made heaps of money out here. Yeah. Uh, but they've just put fully tightened it back, gone away from licensing deals, all that, and now just tightened it up so much that like the product selling out on How the cool Australia website, you can't they, touch some mm, of it. Yeah. But like there's like two brands that come to mind on this and I, I remember I was heartbroken as a kid and I don't know if they got a they got a glow up in them or how it would work. You know, we're talking before about the brands that you keep on ice. World Industries. So like Classic. as a kid, I was just like flamboy, yeah. like just wearing that shit. I was like, if something ever came out, like imagine doing a collab with like World Industries, yeah. like how sick that would be. Yeah. And another one, even funnily, was like piping hot. Yeah. Like piping hot as a young kid, like when I was down the beach. But then they they both sold to like Target. Yeah. And I was like, what are you guys doing, man? You know, yeah. and it ruined the brands. Like, do you not- remember SMP? Yes. Yeah. Yes, the, uh, the, no, the belts that I, used to hang I, low. I, I actually sent an email not even two months ago yeah. to like the American, whoever has the license or does it in America, trying to get the an belts. SMP collab. Oh, my God. Because I just thought it'd be so classic. So you're talking about the belt yeah, that you yeah, hang yeah, low? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that was so fresh. You know, like. Was that like the pull through one? Yeah, yeah like yeah. the metal clip. Yeah. The skating. Yeah. yeah, that was fucking You know, awesome. stuff like yeah. that. And and like piping hot. Yeah. There's so much that vintage Australian surf, like, culture in yeah. that that I think we need to, as Aussies, be prouder of. Yeah. And that's what we're trying to, our brand direction, we're trying to tighten up and go, we're proud of we are surf. Yeah. And that's where we come from. Skate, this and that, all the 
people that work for us, that's what they're all in. But mm. we can also be business owners and yeah. we can also be so much more than just that. Yeah. But still not forgetting where we were. 100%. No, there's, there's so many cool things. Like even, for example, like I love New Balance. Yeah. Right? But like maybe a year ago, you probably wouldn't have, not a year ago, maybe two years ago, you probably wouldn't have really touched them on the on the store, but like how they've been able to change their sort of like look and feel in the community. I know on a global scale, but mm. like they're doing collaborate. Like I love this whole thing of like collaborating with artists and like Loyal Kana, right? Like he's probably one of my favorite people in the world. Yep. And like I see them, him align with New Balance when I already like, and I'm just like, oh my God, that's the best fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. Like that is so cool. You know what's so funny about that? The I honestly wore a check button up short sleeve shirt the other day and in my head I was going I think I need a trucker yeah. <laughs> I was going I think I need a trucker I some sneakers and yeah. I was going that's that's me that's me that's me at the moment yeah um, and you never um, want to admit it but no, I don't even care oh mate I yeah. 100% man I see shit and I'm just like I need that I fucking need that but um that's what makes it cool man I think that like the honesty around it's so refreshing too I hope like you know I'm sure a lot of discussions happen like this, but this is like, I know that people will be getting value from hearing these discussions because we've gone, I think that whole stage of like gatekeeping and like sticking to your own guns and working like exclusively like that, if that's you, cool, but like that's old man, like that's not cool anymore. Like cool is like helping people, it's like collaboration. And the other part of it too, in a selfish way, like you never know what's gonna happen, right? Like you guys are killing it, but if you, you know, if we do a collab, or say you do a collab with a really small brand and you help them, one day that could be the biggest fucking brand in the world and they'll remember that you helped them out on the way up. For sure. Know? Yeah. The, taking the ego out of there's no, you gotta lose, I'm yeah. bigger or I'm this or that is like I, I owe so much to Bradshaw from Street X because he has no ego. Mm. And he went, oh, looks fun what you guys are doing. I want to come over, eat some burritos, have it. We took him surfing. That's awesome. And he had no ego in the sense of he'll take a chance on us. And then, yeah, it's that same thing that give people a chance and one day it might come back to you. Don't go into it with that, only that. Yeah. But, yeah, it's yeah, it's cool. Love it. Are we hidden? Are you hosting? Are we I hidden thought it? you were hosting. I just thought we maybe there was something to sneaky to mention or we can hold oh, that. Oh, yeah, for... well, uh, well, it's, I don't know, it feels like we should do something. A little uh, Alfreds and Friends. Well, possibility in I'll the conversation. Of I'll think about yeah. it. Well, I'm having second thoughts. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, he's like, these guys after this podcast. Like we, um, we'll, let, we'll let Dill into no, the apartment. No, no, definitely not, man. I, well, you know, obviously you got this. I don't even, like, we want to do something, but I don't want to put it on Ed now without him thinking about it. No, but like, 100%. We'll do without something. doing something, we should 100% look at doing like a Alfred and Friends or a Dill, Dill's apartment collab. Done. Get these hats. Like, yeah. These hats, for example, that everyone wants and everyone has, like you can't keep these on the website. Honestly, it was it hasn't even been something that we've tried to pull back. We could just couldn't keep up. And and it takes pretty long. Producing in China, start to finish, is is four months at least. And we can do it pretty fast. So for us, at the start it was we couldn't buy more four months until we'd sold the others. Mm. So you had to have a four month gap. Because the money didn't exist. But that's a part, like, isn't that really interesting as well? Like, because I think that the supply and demand thing's sort of cool. Like, for example, we sold out our cap last night, um, you know, in like an hour. 
And I was like, Yeah, I'm off, wow. you. I'm off you for that. Yeah, I wanted right. to sell mine out in Sorry, man. Sorry. <laughs> we only had three. <laughs> Mum bought two. <laughs> so, like, I don't know who bought the other one. I think Sean did. Yeah. But it was like, It was the one I already grabbed. Yeah, yeah, it was the one you grabbed. So we had two. Mum bought both. Um, but, like, Sean was like, Fuck, we should, we'll discuss them this morning. And I was like, We should do more. And I was like, Well, I don't know. I don't, maybe we shouldn't. Like, maybe we should just do something different and, and show that, like, yeah, you know, if you want to, get this you have to you have to be ready to go because that the scarcity things like makes you want it more not in a sense i don't for know for sure mm. oh that's a crazy like thing i've learnt by accident yeah that not being able to keep up with those hats is actually better yeah. only driven it more and now it's at a point that it's psycho how many of like if we wanted to turn on a thousand of that hat tonight we could but I think what's but cool as well. I don't, don't even them. have them. Yeah. Man, yeah. Who's going to ship their orders? And yeah. we're still, we've got heaps coming. Yeah. But right now we sold them all. Yeah. And yeah, it's 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 one of those ones that it kind of happened by chance and taught us a lot. But even to that, I mean, I noticed when the, the box had arrived the other day, which again, we're very grateful for, you had like different types of the hat. So it's obviously like innovating that, obviously maybe the cash cow cat, but it's like, how do we make this better and better, try new things and stuff. And that's evident in the way that it's not just the same one releasing every mm. time. That was kind of the goal that we could do a thousand of the plain white, but yep. instead to grow how we want people to see the brand grow using different materials, different details mm. to show that we can now make stuff that's not just here take it up a level take it up and and to make more of a story around it like the brown one to match the pants you're wearing yeah. mm. you know it uses all the fabrics and it's just trying to be a bit more thoughtful in that and tell more of a story there's yeah, a big awesome. part of it too i feel like and i'm interested in your opinion on this but that one business sort of thing is like if you started too late you know, if you don't embarrass yourself too late, the other one I feel nearly is like if you keep going too far on something until you cut it off, like you want to nearly cut it before it gets too much. Definitely. So like not like flood the shit out of something until people are like, oh, I'm fucking over this. So it's like keep it wanting more. It's like when an AFL player retires and like, oh, I could have gone on another year versus going, yeah, he probably went on a little bit, went a little bit too long. Yeah. Like and we fucked up with that, I think. For with sure. With our Dylan Friends thing, we just kept shit on the website. And didn't change anything. It's like, well, if it's always there, well, why the fuck would people want it? Or, you yep. know, like you got to keep it fresh. Someone told me a good one the other day. Mm. is Momentum. Yeah, I love Momentum. And that he saw from the outside we had Momentum and it was, oh, the hat sold out, the hat sold out. It's, it's Momentum towards the next drop. Mm. So as soon as you have things sitting stagnant, you lose your Momentum. And I definitely had a few things where I got a bit carried away during like the last couple of years when online saw a massive spike that I went, we can do 500 of these hoodies. Yeah. No stress. And then it, the Self minute, the minute, <laughs> it, the minute a color, you go a bit too crazy on a color, you go a bit too crazy on something, crazy on a jacket and you go, oh, no one's spending 300 bucks times yeah. 500 pieces right now that you lose that momentum. Yeah. And so I try and just keep everything low because I'd rather sell, move on and not have to not get have a bigger stock. warehouse, yeah. not have to, we're trying to shrink our warehouse now because I want to get stock in, have it pre-shot, have the planning factor we said before that 
we know the day we're getting it. We know all the photos are good to go. The web's good to go. We receive it. We ship it out. We almost work like a 3PL yeah, and not hold everything. That's the perfect world and it's not realistic because we're not going to sell out every single piece, every yeah. drop, but that keep them low, move on to the next thing. And you're probably lucky in the business you're in that you don't have the expectation that someone walks into the shop and can always buy a T-shirt. Yeah, of course. Yours is you can have nothing on the website for four weeks and then go, bang, we've turned it on for 24 hours and sure. And it's such but a I cool suppose, like, I'm, like, thing. I'm really trying to like this whole chat is like so cool because like I'm just picking brain of like when yeah, we do awesome. more greens like because that's sort of something for me that I've, you know, I don't really necessarily like – I feel like I want that to actually be more of a label yeah. than merch. But then yeah. again, like merch is such a – it's actually like Alfred's apartment is merch mm. because it's like merch of Alfred. Like you actually want to be merch. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think like, – so I hear people say it that it's in when a bad they way. use the word merch, you go, yeah. don't call yeah, it's my like, yeah. designer it's brand merch. I, I do not care what someone calls it no, but as you, long as they're calling it. Yeah, but you it know? should actually be – I want to flip that word because merch is actually the proudest thing you can have. It's like yeah. you, you're like repping a brand, right? Like if it's an apparel, they're buying a piece. If it's merch, they want to be a part of the community, which like I find is like nearly the, the coolest thing to actually have That's someone wear. Better than anything. anything. Yeah. So more wearing is merch. Um, yeah. But yeah, with that, it's like that whole sense of, you know, um, stock levels. Sizing is a massive one. The amount of times I fuck sizing when we, we order. We, we got- No one buys a, small, a, okay? Nah. Like I'm just not stocking that anymore. <laughs> like, like, we got a huge <laughs> amount of winter stock this year that the factory shifted our size curve down accidentally. Oh, no. So what we were meant to get in large, we got in medium. What yeah. we were meant to get in medium, we got in small, and it pulled the whole thing down. We're still making so many mistakes on the sizing. Yeah. It's, that's it's and that's something so that's a it's almost you've got to come to terms with the fact that you you're never gonna get to a point where you go oh I've got mm. the perfect size curve yeah but you can get closer. So what's the evolution of um of Alfred's view? Like where do you see the next phase? Working on that. Yeah, we've pretty much done the AFL. Can you talk about the AFL stuff? Yeah, or, yeah. I mean, we're it's nothing's locked in. Yeah, and I don't mind. Will it be with like a about it? certain team? Yeah. Or? So originally the plan was, you know, Tom Nichols, Gold Coast. Yeah, yeah. Tommy Nick. Yeah. yeah, great man. He's been big supporter of Alfred since yes. the absolute. Well, he got me to your day. There you go. Yeah, big since the absolute. Day one, yeah. when he was at the Suns, he came to my school for a little bit. Yep. In his last, a few years above me, he introed to the Suns. And so it was originally going to be just the Suns. And then we got chatting with Fanatics. And yeah, so it might be a bit more. But That's I'm awesome. trying to make it something that purely is with people we actually have relationships with sure. rather than a meaningless, oh, we just grabbed a couple of extra teams mm. because it'll bolster More the numbers. More from like a player perspective yeah, that you've for sure. With, with players yeah. that actually come into the shop or mm -hmm. players that actually like the stuff rather than just trying to commercialise it too much. So that's what we're trying to work out at the moment, what our story is mm. and who exactly we want to link with. Cool, man. I hope yeah. it's some bombers gear. It might get me even more invested. Yeah. 
Sean's learning the AFL world at the moment. <laughs> to be cool. honest, I'm learning as well. Yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but you've got an excuse, though. I don't. Yeah. yeah. I'm um, trying to think what, what could be cool to um to do. Like, that's, I want to make stuff that's looks like Alfred's. But you could wear AFL. it as yeah. Alfred's and someone who doesn't even know that's the, th- the like, team could wear it. Yeah. I want to change yeah. the whole thing around that. Yeah. That. Australia and sports because you'd wear a Barcelona football jersey. I, I would. I don't even know who the fuck. Why would yeah. it, and I'm ex- I'm yeah. guilty of the yeah. exact same. I know nothing about it. I've got four or five football jerseys that I don't. I'm a Newcastle yeah. Newcastle United fan oh, now. I hate those because, guys. Uh, because I like pa- the black I'm and white. I'm Crystal Palace, man. <laughs> but I Fuck want you guys. I want a kit that something that you'd wear. No, I agree. And and the other one is. I'm still uh, waiting on a callback from the Brisbane Broncos, if anyone's listening. Yeah. We're doing a- Well, the Cap launch the other day was very cool. That was cool. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. Very cool. And see, that was one that wasn't affiliated. Yeah. I've been trying to do something legit and yeah. haven't got a callback, yeah. but we've got something in the works now. Nice. And I want to make- The goal would be to make a Broncos and a Suns playing kit that- they run out in wow and Very play cool. wow that's the goal that would yeah. be unbelievable yeah because for me be that's so the, the coolest thing ever would be shooting them in our store having a coffee hanging out getting a haircut that's so and fucking us cool at man. the game having beers no nah, i mean i love it and like you know that is like i didn't Amazing. even think about it from the sense of playing kids yeah yeah, that'd be fucking cool. Yeah, that's my goal yeah. is the Broncos are going to run out in Alfred's cream jersey. Yeah, that'd be mint. With Australian native trail on it. Oof, that'll happen. Happen. Man, you've got to speak these things to Kevin. You've got to speak these things to Kevin. We've said it play. now. But yeah, have, have you seen much about fanatics? I've heard about it. I, I don't know a lot about it, to be honest, but it's, it's come it's up. It's incredibly in, cool. Yeah, I need to get into it too yeah. because, like, it's been, you know, like how this shit infiltrates. Like, it's yep. like I've heard it 15 times in the last week. And, like, yeah. we've been speaking about how the fuck we would love to do something like this. I'll and like, intro you done. this We'd week. Love, yeah. I probably shouldn't be because I don't know them that well either. Yeah, but I no, had but, one phone call yeah, and now okay. I'm cool. yeah. Their business is the coolest thing ever. Yeah. They do the merch for the NFL, wow. NBA, Chelsea, I'm pretty sure, wow. like Juventus. Yeah. And they're like the middleman that connects. Was the Palace to the, the Palace teams? through that as well? Probably. Yeah. I also yeah. don't know that much. Mm. I listened to one podcast on it and it blew my mind is yeah. they're like the commercial middleman that makes, when you see like an artist does the whole NBA, yeah. you go, how could they, so they have linked with that many clubs and go, how do they even know that many people? Yeah. Like it's all whole across America. That's the middleman that links everyone. That is and so I think cool. it's changed the whole sport industry merch wise for that's the better. So exciting, man. I reckon that's gonna be a massive, massive play. Um yeah. It's definitely something that's in our in our goals as well. And I think like that thing. Is there anything else happenings? Besides our club? A few pop-ups. Yeah, when's your next pop-up in Melbourne? Melbourne. Spoke to someone today, actually, about you a location. you got to get involved in our golf day. Uh, we're going to do one in December. Done. Okay. Awesome. Well, maybe, actually, we should cross a few dates because yeah. we're talking about some towards the end of the year. Why don't we do one year. in uh, – we, are you going to do it in Gold Coast or yeah. in Melbourne? Come well. We want to do. We want to do. do, do I want to do. Have you seen that Shorties yes. golf yeah, course? Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. I want to do something there. Yeah. End of the year. Yeah. Gold Coast, no brainer. Yeah. So why don't you guys 
come up, yep. will come down. Yeah, do it. And then meet in the middle in Sydney or something. Yeah, 100%. Yep. More greens another, on tour. Another big one as well that we need to do is WA. Like we have such a lot strong, loyal support in WA. So maybe we get Ollie involved, we get Street X involved. Yeah. Alfred's more greens. WA is so cool. There's so much good stuff Man, coming they, out of there. Yeah, incredible. For somewhere that's pretty hard to get to. Yeah. It's pretty cool. WA yeah, blew my mind. community though. Yeah. Like I reckon for our stuff, like demographically, like a lot of support and always comes from WA, which is incredible. They're, they're an awesome bunch of... Yep. Bunch of uni- yeah, we can't yeah. forget Adelaide, by well, the way. That was, well. that was my next like, one is we, I've promised we'd do an Adelaide pop-up before the end of the year, so do we, do we are a, coming to Adelaide. Do we do a – if you guys all – we should talk about this, but, like, in a way we can work out, like, a golf tour of, like, Australia pop-ups. I'm, I'm in. I'm in. More greens, Alfreds, yeah. country club and apartment. A live pod from each venue. And then in each place we go to – we get the local brands involved. Yeah. Done. Watch this space. Let the planning begin. <laughs> be, yeah. fun, a fun yeah, no, we, won't, we won't plan it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, many ships, boats, and rising. Okay. Mm. The tide in, yeah. the tide in <laughs> Perth should be beers. <laughs> the tide there, it rises, it I falls. I like it's triangle one. I'm going to remember that one. Yeah. yeah. I, I wish I'd pulled that one off better because yeah. I felt like I was blabbering no, there. No, you did a good the job. The tide. <laughs> Angles. Angles. <laughs> and you meet in the middle. Perth and, and Adelaide. And <laughs> not forgotten. <laughs> Mate, Ed, thank you so much for um, coming in today, man. I really, really appreciate it. I think I got so much out of that. Yeah. Um, and same here, 100%. Yeah. like I'm grateful to be on. No, that's when you say you got so much out of it too. No, I did have a good. Until you talk about it yeah. with other people, yeah. you can't like realise and then I say one thing and then you say another yeah. and then I have a – epiphany and then you do yeah. and it's such a nice thing to bounce back and forward because you learn so much more that uh, way podcasting is a selfish game man it's like i do this for myself but then the best part about it is like you forget people are listening and also getting better from it too which is mm-hmm. the coolest part because there'd be so many young people that you've inspired by doing alfreds and i hope from what we're doing to start a podcast or even now that you know young um, graphic designers listening to both your stories being like fuck i can do this shit which anyone really can if you plan have a crack take risks calculated and jump on boats that rise and sink at the same time have a crack yeah shortly after add some planning (laughs) (laughs) and uh yeah make sure you make plenty of mistakes along the way um ilexx fam appreciate it man thank you so much what's what are you heading home yes back to the goals though so we'll see you soon thank you thanks boys pleasure on, bro. thanks for listening to another producey podcast if you enjoyed the show that'd be a massive help if you could like follow rate subscribe tap the bell leave a review or even share with one of your friends or you could do them all if you want to get in touch to share feedback suggest a guest or advertise with one of our podcasts then email hello at producey.com thanks for tuning in ilexx